1: listen. And when you do that, it's absolutely amazing.
0: Welcome everyone to Hustle and Gather, a podcast about inspiring the everyday entrepreneur to take the leap. I'm Dana. And I'm Courtney. And we are two sisters who love business. On this show, we talk about the ups and downs of the hustle and the reward at the end of the journey.
2: And we know all the challenges that come with starting a business between operating our wedding venue, doing speaking and consulting, and starting our luxury wedding planning company, we wake
0: up and hustle every day. But we love what we do. And today we're talking with Larry Long Jr., the founder and CEO, chief energy officer of LLJR Enterprises, which focuses on sales motivation and inspiration, as well as team training. He is the host of the midweek, midday motivational minute and also co-founder and lead instructor of the Sales Allies, an online sales training course and supportive community designed to uplift the sales community. Larry is extremely passionate about coaching and helping professionals take their game to the next level. Larry, welcome to Hustle and Gather. Oh, come on now. Agent G yeah.
1: in the house. That's right. I'm so to excited. Be here. <laughs> yes. I appreciate it, y'all.
2: So we are excited to have yes. you. Your energy is absolutely infectious. We have laughed a lot already. I We've know. just gotten started. That's, <laughs> the, that's the
1: first time I've heard
2: that. Wow, you're making me fly. Oh, <laughs> there you go. It's so true. We can't wait for our listeners to hear more about who you are. So tell us a little bit about your background. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Where
1: do I start? I don't know. <laughs> Wherever you want. <laughs> yes. It's been an adventure. More like a misadventure. Let's keep it real. That's right. Moved around. I lived in six different states as a youngster, born in Maryland, lived in Nebraska, Illinois, and Alabama, and Pennsylvania. I moved to Pennsylvania, they put me in speech classes. They said, little Larry, how old are you? I came from Alabama, Tuscaloosa. I said, I'm faux.
0: They said, for what? I said, I'm
1: four years old. They said, oh, heck to nah. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Long, he can't talk like that. He'll yeah. get teased out of the school. Right. I talk country, so yeah, yeah. I went down in the dungeon, had those uh, flashcards, mm-hmm. and had to learn how to enunciate my words. Yes. Cat. Yes. Dog. Yeah. And it's funny. I went, uh, my aunt, she worked as a teacher in Baltimore County. Mm. That's where my, my mom grew up. And mm-hmm. I went on a field trip, and the kids said, you talk proper. You talk like a white boy. I said, oh. I said, mom, do I talk proper? She said, little Larry, you talk like you're going to get a job. <laughs> yeah, it's been an adventure. But he moved around a lot as a child, played baseball at University of Maryland. Mm. Go Terps. Right. And uh, after baseball at Maryland, I worked at Accenture doing IT consulting. Still had the bug. Went to spring training with the Dodgers mm. and the Red Sox. And they told me, you don't have to go home, but you got to get the heck on up out of here. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. (laughs) They they sent me on my way. But since then, I uh, went back to Accenture, moved down to Raleigh to open up an indoor baseball and softball academy, teaching youngsters the fundamentals of the game. But more importantly, fundamentals of life. We ran out of cash. Mm -hmm. We ran out of our business. Mm -hmm. And that's what took me into tech sales. I've been in tech sales majority of my career until recently, I picked up the gold Again? mic and now I get to rock the mic. Yeah. Right. When I was younger, I used to get in trouble for talking. Now mm. I get a paycheck right. for talking, which <laughs> who would have thunk it? I've been talking my whole life.
2: Yeah,
1: right. Uh. Teams would ask me to come in and talk to their players. Yeah. Sales mm-hmm. organizations would ask me to talk. And I never charged anyone. Right. I met a coach in 2018 who said, Larry, respectfully. Whenever someone says respectfully, you know a doozy is yeah, coming. Yeah. He coming. said, respectfully, are you stupid <laughs> or are you dumb? I said, what do you mean? You don't know me like that. Me <laughs> he said, when I speak corporate, yeah. they write me a check. And there's a few zeros at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had done like nine speaking engagements. Mm-hmm make a dime. Yeah. I said, I don't, I have a full-time job. I'm not speaking to make money. He said, well, I guess you're both. When Mm -hmm. you want to turn your little hobby into a business, Mm -hmm. holler at your boy. So Mm -hmm. December 2019 came. Okay. And my wife said, hey, baby, I love you. Mm -hmm. But you got to look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. You tell everyone else to pursue their dream, pursue Mm -hmm. their passion. But look at you, you're Mm -hmm. faking the funk. Mm -hmm. She was right. I said, "Uh uh-oh, happy wife equals happy life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm in trouble now. So I called Dr. Schneider in January and we went to work. Hmm. We, yeah. we, uh, we started working on the business in March. It was March the 17th. I'm not Irish. Mm-hmm. March the 17th of 2020. I don't know if you remember March oh, the 13th, 13th. Friday the 13th, everything shut down. But March the 17th, it's uh, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I had my first paying engagement. It's a pub- publicly traded company here in Raleigh. Okay. Uh, they uh they wanted me to come in. They said, hey, we still want you, but we're gonna have to do it Zoom, Zoom.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh
1: that's that's how I set it off. That was your first. My first paid, paid engagement, okay. and I think I had 12, maybe 14 paid engagements last year, and mm-hmm. this year it's been dynamite. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's sure, been yeah. been absolutely amazing because right now we're going through some tough times yeah, yeah. people need a word of encouragement they, Absolutely. they need support oh, and yeah. organizations are looking for ways yeah. to really sow into their people and yeah. Yeah. without your people mm-hmm. being at their best yeah good luck
0: well <laughs> i i feel like too we've talked about this i i'm helping plan a conference a national conference and they're like do we need like someone to come in and do training i was like no you need you need someone to lift their spirits like you need someone to come in and motivate them <laughs> i might know
1: a guy yeah, i know <laughs> I ain't one to gossip say so you ain't heard it from me, but I might know a guy.
0: But I I just think it's so it's what's necessary. It's not about like the brass tacks of things. It's like you need to you need to tell people, remind them why they love what they do again because it was so hard for the last eighteen months to have any type of energy or excitement for your career.
2: Well, talk about hitting the mark right at the right time. I know,
0: right. Yeah. yeah. Time, timing is everything.
2: Yeah, I've I been
1: I've, I've just been So blessed, so fortunate. Yeah, I mean, I uh, every day it's hashtag too blessed to be stressed, Mm. (laughs) and uh, I just hope to pass that on as many people as I can with intentionality Mm -hmm. and with purpose, and it's all our choice. I mean, it's 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 a choice.
0: But I like I we were literally just talking about this today. Like when you when you open a company for the sole purpose of making money, it's really hard to be successful because you have to. Be passionate about it. You have to love it. You have to be invested in it, not just financially, but your time and energy. And realize, yeah, it would be great to be compensated. My payday's coming. But if you're doing it solely for that paycheck, like, it, you're just going to get burnt out on it. You're not going to love it. Well, goes the a lot
2: towards authenticity, oh, yeah. which I think is so which important. Which what you speak especially about. Especially if you're yeah. speaking to somebody and motivating somebody, like, yeah. they, they could – right through that yes big, right big yeah. time
1: sure. Pe- people are are smarter than uh we like to give them credit for yeah oh. when when you are authentic yeah and when you are true to yourself it shines right mm. like a diamond i know y'all are in the diamond business in the wedding <laughs> business
2: i don't know about <laughs> that <Yeah. laughs> but yes it's not all sparkling. <laughs> it isn't,
0: and and it's hard to be authentic. We've talked about this many a times on the podcast, but it, I think it is what's our what is a, a saving grace for a lot of people. Like for us, I think it's what people connect to is that authenticity and not not putting on airs and pretending you're here because everyone's been in the trenches one way yeah. or the other. And I don't know, it's more comforting when you're around someone that's real and true. And you're like, I can be I can be real now. I don't have to yeah. be fake. Yeah.
2: But I think I've learned recently in the recent past in business that it's fine to be successful and authentic. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when yeah. you've earned it, sometimes when you have that success, are like, it doesn't fit my brand. Like it takes a minute to own that. Like mm-hmm. to own that your authenticity and everything you've built makes you successful. It makes you who you are. It makes people want to do business with you. You know, so I think that. It's a little bit of a learning curve there. Like, kind of, I like, think about that. You're like, well, am who am I? Like, why would I charge for this, right? Like, I'm just speaking because I love it because I I get the intrinsic motivation by motivating other people. You're like, wait, no, it's fine that you can be good at this and be successful and make money at it too. Like, I'm, I'm still right fighting there. through that yeah. when it
1: comes to fees. I just had this conversation yeah, with my wife. It's hard. I, uh, I've been really fortunate to have opportunities with big companies. Yeah, and uh, stepping into my power, my superpower, my strengths, it's uh, it's tough to throw a number out there that it's like, wow, who do I think I am (laughs) charging this amount to talk? That's right. When, when I've been talking for free ninety nine for yeah. years, yeah. Right. But my wife, she's my biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. I'm working with a performance coach as well, mm-hmm. who's uh, really helping me. Did he, tre- work did he teach you that trick? Uh she actually, she? Kristen oh, Frady. Right. Right. She is unbelievable game changer. Okay. Mm-hmm. You talk about hashtag game changer. Yeah. I knew that I needed a coach. Yeah. But I didn't really want to admit it. Yeah. And uh, my wife was like, "How much is she going to charge mm-hmm. you?" I was like, yeah, it's an investment. It's been the best investment mm-hmm. in, in myself and my business to have Kristen there holding me accountable, making me think outside the box, making me step into that belief.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, When
1: you think about it, the ABCs, I think the A is taking action yeah. and holding yourself accountable or having mm-hmm. an accountability partner. Yeah, right. The B is belief. Mm. If you don't believe it right here, yeah. believe it right there. That's right. Good luck. Yeah. And then the C is care. Mm-hmm. And with her, we're working on commitments. Mm-hmm. Are you committed to this? And yeah. I've, I've been, uh, I have a tendency to overcommit, to say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not to say yes to the dress, but right, right. close <laughs> enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but she's like, you've got to say no to some things. Yeah. If it doesn't fit into your vision, right. Nah, ain't nobody got time for that. Yes. That's true. It's so, so true.
0: true. I've,
2: I've been there, done that.
0: Yes. It's those things that, that it, I think, again, like leads to that burnout. And you and you forget that you're committed to something and you're right if it's not part of your vision. But you're a good person and so you're committed to it. So you're going to do it. And you're going to do it to the best of your abilities because you have integrity. And then you are constantly asking, like, why am I doing this? Why am I, do, why am I doing this? And then it clouds the things that you wanted to do and where you are going. So I our good friend Rachel Sheeran, she always suggests at the end of the year, to write an effort list, like things that you just want to say effort to like, I don't want to do it anymore. And that's, I think really therapeutic to, and some of those things are on that list that you always say yes to. And you're like, no, this is not feeding me. It's not feeding my vision or my purpose. Y'all, yeah, y'all just y'all just
1: mentioned one of my favorite people, Rachel Shear. Oh, oh, F that I love S. She's oh, yes. amazing. She is. Yes. Yeah, the burnout queen.
2: I she know is. she is. Yeah. So your latest midweek, midday motivation minute was on a topic that your son brought to your attention and that was time. Cause I think what you're talking about is yeah. being intentional with what you say yes to because you only have a finite amount of time, right? That you can give and you want to give it where it counts. Right. So can you dive into that a bit? Because it was very inspirational and we want our listeners to hear that. So what were those five tips that you discussed about making the oh, most of your Oh, wow.
1: Time? I don't know what the five tips were, but my son, my son just turned 12 and I asked him, I said, Trey, what do you want me to talk about? Mm-hmm. And he said, time, daddy. I said, what do you mean time? And you're talking about bow time because yeah, there's no time right. like, bow, like time. bow time. He said, no, <laughs> the time is right now for people to do those things that mm. they've been noodling on. Yeah. So many times we dream mm-hmm. and we don't dream enough. I mean, yeah. most of us don't dream enough.
2: I believe that. We keep dreaming.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So essentially the time is right now to do that thing that you've been waiting on, mm-hmm. whether it's starting that business, mm-hmm. whether it's going after that dream job. So what I shared with folks is, number yeah. one, you got to dream. Mm-hmm. Number two, and I love how y'all are being diligent (laughs) note-takers. I I can relate. I did my scouting report. But essentially, you've got to document it. Mm -hmm. What's your plan? Mm -hmm. What's your game plan? And then now you have something that you can execute on. Now, throughout it, you need to find your Mm A-team. Who's on your personal board of directors? Who's encouraging you? Who's uh, kicking you in the behind when you need that? And then just being flexible because... There's some people who, and I've been there, who are afraid of failure. Mm -hmm. And what is failure? It's not, it's just an unsuccessful attempt.
2: Right. It's
1: an opportunity for you to learn so that next time, I mean, think about when we were younger, when we were learning how to stand and walk, we fell down and then we get ourselves Mm -hmm. up. We fall down again and then we try to take our steps and we fall down.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: at some point when we get adults, we say, nah, if I fall down once, I'm just going to stay here. Come on, Cletus. Like, no, that's not the right attitude. Let's go and get it. Let's be persistent. Mm -hmm. Let's be hungry. Mm -hmm. So essentially, I'm not sure exactly what the five tips were, but I love planning. I love forming your Mm A-team. I love executing on the plan. I love accepting that you're not always going to be successful. Mm -hmm. We're going to live. Yeah, Mm -hmm. We're going to learn. And then we're going to share our learnings with others. And then we're going to try it again. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Keep that thing moving.
2: Don't stop. I felt like five-ish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> close enough. <That's> close enough. <laughs> I love that so much. And I love, I love the idea of failure as just an unsuccessful attempt. Because yeah. it's so true. And I think that there's so much like shame and failure. And we're taught at a very young age that there's shame and failure. You didn't make that A. You made that C. Why You didn't, Hit you didn't hit the ball. You didn't swing the bat for the ice cream. You didn't get the
2: ice cream right. Failed for everybody, and it
0: was shame, right? And that's that's how I I and I can. She's still carrying that. I can (laughs) yes. (laughs) I remember how how hard it was to fail because everyone expected you to not fail, and and so now you every single time that you fall down, you feel like. A, it's not even an unaccessible attempt it's like oh obviously I shouldn't do this like there's something telling me I shouldn't be here as opposed to saying like maybe I just need to re-jigger it figure out how to do it better
2: I think that as a culture I think we like need to demystify failure like Damn. everybody fails every big right. CEO fails like every business fails like you all have little missteps along the way whether it's public or it's private like failure is a part of success mm-hmm. well that
1: that's one of the things that when you look at social media you see all the wins.
2: Yeah. Very Mm -hmm.
1: rarely are people publicizing the unsuccessful attempts. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm a big believer. It's about perspective. It's about mindset. It's Mm -hmm. about your mentality. And if you're open to, hey, Mm -hmm. I'm going to step outside of my comfort zone. I think Mia Hamm said, the greatest growth comes just outside of your comfort zone. And it's so true. I'm going to get comfortable with being uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and putting myself in uncomfortable situations as kind of a personal challenge, mm-hmm. as a yeah. personal test. And once you do it one time, it's like, okay, I can do this again. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, watch out now. Here I come, yeah. world.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do feel like that. I feel like success builds on itself. There's always going to be those challenges along the way, but you can always look back on the challenges that you've overcome and take a lot of strength from that. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, as you navigate those and life just throws them at you and as you get older, it's – not the end of the world like you thought it was. Like, oh, the world kept moving when this happened and this happened and this happened. It's going to keep moving when you make that next failure too. Wow, you
1: must be digging into my book. One of the chapters in my book is strikeouts are a part of life. That's true. And I've had so many strikeouts on the ball diamond. I used to swing for the fences. my coach is like, Larry, you're a little dude. You shouldn't be trying to bop the home run, but... I was a hard-headed kid. Mm-hmm.
2: And I like bunting. S- Just start <laughs> bunting, please, Larry. Yes, yes. Get the ball out there. Get someone to some base.
1: That's right. That's right. right. <laughs> I wanted to be a big banger. Yeah. But even in business and in life, I've mm-hmm. had plenty of strikeouts. Yeah. But the thing mm-hmm. is, you learn from them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: So it's, uh, like I said, it's been an adventure and, and sometimes a misadventure. But mm-hmm. I can tell you it's been fun every yeah. step of the way. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well,
0: it's, I was talking to a a coworker or colleague of mine, I guess I should say she had posted a job opening and I know that she had had an issue with this employee that was in that job opening. And I texted her, I was like, Oh my gosh, did, how did did you let this person go? And she was like, yes. And it's like a huge sense of relief. And she was like, but I'm so nervous, like training someone new. And I said like every single time that we have been in that position where we had to let somebody go or someone has left us to hire someone, there is this like immediate fear of like, Oh my gosh, are they going to do this amazing job? Like, We're going to have to get them back on, like, onto, like, the team or whatever. But every single time, it has pushed our business so much further because we, one, got to reset. We got to put in the values we really wanted. But we hired for someone. We hired someone better every single time. And I was like, you will see. You'll look back in six months, and you'll say, like, this is where your business pivoted. Like, Mm -hmm. this is where it, like, you could see that exponential growth. So I think sometimes a failure is where you actually see the most growth. Is right after so it. so true so yeah. true
1: there's there's an exercise called a journey line exercise and you look at from when you were born just some of the significant experiences and mm-hmm. relationships mm-hmm. throughout life there's the peaks yeah. and then there's the valleys and uh I mean I'll, I'll get personal with y'all mm-hmm. six years ago my father passed mm-hmm. and that was one of the deepest personal valleys yeah. that I've had it's and tough. in that uh, I'm working with my coach now I've got a, I'm on a mission that by 2025. I'll have broken ground on the Shorty Long, his name was Shorty Long, Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the Shorty Long Academic and Athletic Community Center, Mm -hmm. really helping inner city youth Mm -hmm. with a a positive resource, a Mm -hmm. place that they can go for computer labs, Mm -hmm. for mentors, Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. both academics, which is number one, as well as athletics, where you can learn so much. That was my father's dream. Mm -hmm. And now I'm taking that baton, stick. I know the Olympics are gone, but I'm gonna take that baton and really make that thing happen.
2: Mm, Yeah. It's amazing. So, like taking that low moment and making it into. That's right. Like almost like a departure point. I had a a yoga retreat and they're talking about how um, if you think about your life kind of like as a timeline, right? And you have like all these things that happen and it's on a trajectory. So, like you're at this point and you're on this line. And unless you make a change or a departure point, you're always going to end up at that same destination. But it doesn't have to be huge. It can be, like, incremental, right? And then all of a sudden, your outcome has changed. So, like, it's kind of like a departure point moment for you with your father there and making that change. And that can affect a lot of people, right? Not just you, but also Mm -hmm. other people around you. So I think that's really amazing.
1: I love what you said. The little things.
2: It's like a little departure. Mean a lot. It can make
1: such a huge difference. You talk about that departure point, just a little, little uh, adjustment.
2: Yeah. It could be like a mindset thing. Like I'm just going to wake up earlier. It could be like I'm going to change my diet or I'm going to do this one little thing every day. And it's like just a little departure and it just changes where your trajectory ends up. So I'm
1: going to give your listeners a a little insight. So each of my chapters, we have three jolts, things that they can do to really change their life. And like I said, I moved Mm -hmm. around a lot as a child. Kids can be cruel yeah. and uh my self-esteem wasn't the highest so my mom we would say our prayer at night and then she used to make me stand up in the middle of the room and say i am somebody 10 mm-hmm. times now i'm not a math major but you right. do that 365 nights uh in a year yeah i am somebody mm-hmm. you start to believe that you yeah. are somebody yeah. now you got this little seven-year-old <laughs> this little hard-headed seven-year-old right. walking around <laughs> You're like, with what his if I chest out <laughs> i am somebody you got these people looking like who is this little kid? Who does he think he is? Yeah. I am somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Like if you yeah. just, if you just speak mm-hmm. it, it's, uh oh, it mm-hmm. makes a world of difference. So whatever it is that you might be challenged with, yeah. I encourage you before you go to bed tonight, when you wake up tomorrow, just say out loud, if you need mm-hmm. something, I got you. I am somebody. Yeah, You do that 30 days, come and holler at your boy. Mm-hmm. I guarantee your life will be like you said, that little that departure point, mm-hmm. your life will be changed. Yeah. yeah, I was I was blessed, and actually, the first chapter of my book is mm. the story we tell ourselves. You yeah. talked about inner uh, yeah. critic. I talk yeah. more trash to myself totally. than I would ever talk to anyone else, yep. than I would ever let anyone talk to me. would what, yes. what you right. call me? Yes. But I beat myself up. <laughs> Larry, you you big dummy. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, and once again, I'm making mistakes along the way. And mm-hmm. some of it is hilarious. Like some mm-hmm. of the stuff that I do, it's like, why are you going to even mm-hmm. get mad at yourself? Just laugh it off and keep it moving. There, there's a term called FIDO. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's up, Rick Daly? Rick Daly, you shared it with mm-hmm. me. It stands for Effort drive on. Mm. whatever happens to you, Fido, Yeah, Fido. <laughs> and I shared that with a group of uh, ACC athletes. They were part of the Student Athlete Advisory Committee. Uh, one of the cross-country runners from Boston College, he said, Larry, I'm I'm going to steal your Fido, mm. but I'm going to give you something in return. Mm-hmm. He said, me and my roommate, we call it FitFo. I said, what'd you call me? Fitfo. He said, no, FitFo. Figure it the F out. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh,
1: I love that. Figure it the F out. Yes. Fitbo. Yeah. Oh, I can't figure this out. Google it. fitbo
0: mm, That is totally me. <laughs> That's going to be Dana in the office now. Thank you. I'm I literally, like they'll the text me and they're like, figure it out. Like you need to figure it out. I mean, I, you I are need, speaking to our tech department. I am. Like you need, <laughs> <laughs> true. I need to stop holding your hand and yeah. you need to figure it out. If I consistently give you the answers all the time, you're never going to know how to think for yourself. Figure it out.
1: That sounds like a conversation I recently had with my 12-year-old son. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. That hey. sounds like a conversation we had in our office.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I know it's never a dull moment with y'all. No, plenty plenty it's of adventures. Not. And judging from your TikTok, like, y'all, are having, a,
2: doing y'all Dana, are having this. Y'all are a ton of
1: fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's what it's really all about. If yes. you're not having fun, oh, yeah. oh, I know. Why, why even bother? I don't know. Yeah. Life is too short. And that, yeah. that was one of the things. I knew that before my father passed, but when he passed it's mm-hmm. like we're all running this race yeah. and we don't know when the finish line is right. so what we do know is that we're here today yeah. we better carpe diem seize the day yeah. i just spoke to some students at nc state what's going on my engineering okay. my engineer your experience students at nc state the wolf and i'm yeah. a turd but nothing but love but we talked about priorities and if mm-hmm. you look at eight buckets huh, i call them the 7f's and you'll laugh at the 7th f mm-hmm. and then the 1c but faith family friends Fun, mm-hmm. finances, fitness, philanthropy. Mm-hmm. I do know how to spell. I, yeah. I, I spell phonetic- phonetically. <laughs> yeah. and some people might say frenetically, but it's all good. Yeah. And then career. And then you look at what are your priorities. Mm-hmm. And then you do a self-evaluation of scale of 1 to 10. How am I doing? And mm-hmm. Am I 8? I talked to a CEO in Chicago. who said, Larry, I'm a 2 when it comes to fun. He said, My business is struggling. Mm-hmm. So, all my employees hate it when I'm around. Mm-hmm. And he was self aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said, I take that home and I'm not right. fun to be around for my family. Yeah. Right. I said, Well, I appreciate you sharing that. I appreciate mm-hmm. you being brutally honest. But what you gonna mm-hmm. are you going to do? Are you going to stay at a two?
2: Right. Or are you
1: going to take action yeah. and be intentional and schedule in time mm-hmm. to really be fun because you can't get those moments back? No, you can't. So, yeah. it's just like, Hey, the ball's in your court. You know it. But now what you going to do about it?
0: Yeah. yeah and I good. love, too, that like that when you're saying that, like I'm actually like envisioning buckets. And I think that there's times when those buckets get rearranged. And there's one, the thing that's number one, the one thing's number five may flip flop in different seasons of life. And I love that freedom and flexibility.
1: It's crazy you talk about that because my coach, funny story. So mm-hmm. I went out on my own March the 26th. Mm-hmm. I was so nervous to update my LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure my website was up to date. I wanted Mm -hmm. to make sure I had my one page, right? Everything had to be perfect. And my coach said, Larry, I hear what you're saying, but that's the most ludicrous thing I've ever (laughs) heard. You can update your LinkedIn without having your website. Mm -hmm. But I updated my LinkedIn and it was absolutely amazing. No one asked me mm-hmm. what's your website no <laughs> Yeah, I lost my website and people were like, what website we don't, we don't look at websites. Mm-hmm. so it's just expanding your perspective yes. and realizing that it doesn't have to be just one way. Right. there's other ways uh-huh. and we're doing a lot of work around just uh, she talks about low performers, average performers, high performers which I think I fall in, she yeah. said, nah, we want to be meta performers.
2: Yeah. We want to
1: be better than high performers. Uh-huh. And essentially, we always want to look for ways to improve. So we're mapping out what that ideal life looks like. And my mm-hmm. wife, she's been she's been listening into my coaching because somehow my wife said, hey, we're going to spend the whole month of June in 2022 in London. Mm-hmm. I said, we are? She said, yeah. She said, I'm speaking it in, into existence. Right. She said, you're going to work in order to fund it and me and the kids, we're gonna travel around Europe. I said, We are. She said, Yeah. I said, I pity the fool, but we're going, we're going to London in June of 20. Yeah, For the whole month? happy wife is happy life. Do you yeah. have
2: gigs lined up?
1: Uh I'm working on You're it. Working I'm, I'm sprinkling, on it? Okay, okay. I'm sprinkling those seeds out right okay, now. I mean, right, I'm not a math right. major, but I got what? I got what, nine months, ten yeah. months to go?
0: A good ten, good yeah. ten months. Yeah, yeah ten I, months.
1: I got an engagement next Wednesday. It's virtual in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I told the gentleman. He said, "Oh yeah, you can come on over here. We'd love to have you That's in close person." Close enough to London. I said, "Sure, yeah, I'll bring the gold." My, you better put your seatbelts on <laughs> yeah. when I come up in the house. Que pasa, loco?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that. I know. <laughs> so we always like to ask our guests this because um, obviously leaving a stable career, going out on your own, there's like. Some moments of self doubt in the middle of it, I think, not just concerning LinkedIn pages, but like real ones. So, did you ever have an "oh shit" moment where you thought, like, maybe I'm not doing the right thing, or like I'm in over my head, or like the fear was just kind of taking you over?
1: Are you a mind reader every day? Every <laughs> what you talking okay, about? You're well, still <laughs> living it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's FUD, fear, mm-hmm. uncertainty, and doubt. Uh-huh. It's one of. The, I mean, let's keep it real. I- yeah. I got compensated very well as a sales leader. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got a paycheck every two weeks. Mm -hmm. I got a commission, sales commission check every month. Yeah. Yeah. And my team was awesome. I got a quarterly bonus. Mm -hmm. So when I went out on my own, I was like.
2: I got a lot to make up.
1: And luckily my wife was there to support me. Mm -hmm. Even when I, when I still doubt, she's like, you got this. Come yeah. on, come yeah. on, Larry, you got this. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's just been an amazing journey. I'm learning so much. And there's a book, and I got to say thank you to my coach, Kristen Frady. Uh, she uh, sent me a book called Three Feet from Gold.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So
1: many times entrepreneurs and even just professionals and even just people, they give up mm-hmm. when they're three feet from gold. Oh, that's so and deep there's deep. a whole mm-hmm. story behind it, but it's like you were so close. Mm-hmm. If you had just stuck with it. Yeah. And, and, and she sent it to me at, at the right time. It was just amazing. I needed to read that because the easy route would be, let me go back to corporate yeah. America, yeah. safe and secure. Yeah. But I can tell you the joys and the benefits. And really, the biggest benefit of doing what I do, number one, is I get to impact people. But I'm going to be real with you. It's the flexibility of my mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I'm carpool dad. I drop yeah. off my kids for carpool every morning. Yep. I pick them up every afternoon. Yep. I'm at my daughter's gymnastics every Monday. Mm-hmm. Unless my son has a baseball game, mm-hmm. then I'm there with him. Mm-hmm. I'm at his soccer practices. I couldn't have done that in corporate America. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, my time, they control my time instead of me yeah. controlling my time. And yeah if I wanted to be bow time, it's bow time. I get there. That's right. The, that's
0: hey, right. the my shoulders off. <laughs> get those biscuits anytime of the day.
1: Hey, now you're Bowberry biscuits. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You need to get them
0: as a sponsor. I as much know.
2: We're talking about I
0: <laughs> Well, I love that. Yeah. Um, I think that's so, that is so true. And I, and I think that it's, it's hard to even admit that sometimes, because I think sometimes as an entrepreneur, you almost act as a martyr in a lot of ways. And you're like, oh, I have no time. And, and there are times, like, I can say, like, right now we're in a season of, like, there's not enough hours in the day. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I was able to take my kids to school every single morning this week. And I was able to pick them up half the time. I can take them to their practices. And you are right that there is that that flexibility that you yeah. actually really do have. Yeah,
1: It's crazy because with my coach, we've been mapping out what do I want it to be. Because if you don't map it out, mm. you'll just end up doing – she pretty much said, Larry, if you don't identify – what you want you'll just do anything and everything yeah so my ideal week is two virtual paid engagements mm-hmm. every week and 10 coaching clients mm-hmm. my coaching is generally 30 minutes yeah that's what i want yeah right. And if that, if, if that's what my week looks like, yeah. I'm going to be in really good shape to right. be able to do free engagements at my son's middle school, right. to be able to go and right. talk to the kids down in yes. Fayetteville that are part of this youth program, right. be able to rock the gold mic yeah. anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. So we're really intentional with mapping out what does that look like? I and like I never, I, I never really vision. I never really uh-huh. dream. What do I want my life to yeah. look like? And I, mean, I like the golf. I'm Tiger Woods' long lost cousin. Oh, you are? Yeah, oh, Larry good. hit it in the woods. I do. Okay. <laughs> <Put on pull. laughs> but I love the golf. So one of my goals is I want to golf in 20 different states. I'm at five right now. Okay. And my wife hates it. She says, you know you ain't right putting that as one of your goals. But I'm like, it's one of my goals. Yeah. Yeah. So I have an engagement in a couple of weeks in New York. Mm-hmm. And I'm mapping it out. I can tee it up in New Jersey, mm-hmm. tee it up in New York. I might be able to drive to Pennsylvania and knock out three more states.
0: Connecticut's right there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll see if the yeah. weather will. I, I don't a, do well yeah. with cold weather, but yeah, I got to get down to Florida and yes. Texas and yeah. Arizona and yeah. California. I got it all mapped out. Nevada. We, we were just in Las Vegas and I was going to go to our top golf. I yeah. said, ah, that's that's a little bit that's cheating but right there. It doesn't really count. Top yeah. golf. It's not the same thing. That's what I told my wife. Yeah. I gotta go back. play. Go yeah.
2: to to <laughs> no, but I, I love that. I I think it's important to like talk about when you are an entrepreneur, like why are you doing it? Like mm-hmm. it and it's fine if your reasons aren't altruistic. Like that's really just fine. I think we just get so stuck in yeah. that.
0: You know, yeah, I agree. we have we've talked greatly about this this weekend and um, just trying to make sure our our goals and our visions align with what our not just our company, not just you know, our retirement, not just for financials, but like what do I want to leave behind? And I think that's where we have been so stuck in the trenches of building the business to be financially successful to where it can support us. And now that we're there, we're like, okay. What's next? What do we what do we do with this? And mm-hmm. I, I was telling, saying this to Courtney. I was like, I think the biggest mistake that we as that, you know, our top earners in America have is they think it is a privilege to be wealthy. I think it's a great responsibility to be wealthy. Mm-hmm. And you and I look at our community, we live in this little community. And I'm like, I would love nothing more than to just bless this community with all brand new computers and to our school
2: community. She was talking uh, about, right.
0: Yeah. Our school community. And like, we need affordable housing. I mean, like people are getting pushed off their family farms because taxes are too high and they're living in these really terrible, like unhealthy conditions. Right. And like, I, I want to do something and I have the responsibility of knowing how to make money, knowing how to run a business, knowing how to turn a profit to do that for something that's more than just, you know, money in my pocket, you know? That's right.
1: I love it. So I love it. That reason it's not just about you. Right. I was just talking with the students about this. There's a concept called me monster. Mm hmm. We've all played sports with, we've yes. all worked with,
0: yes.
1: uh, and if we haven't, it might be us, but the folks that wake up in the morning, it's all about me, me, yes. me,
2: mm-hmm. me, me. Mm-hmm.
1: Survey says, yeah. Nah. <laughs> I, I, I want to be around people who are you monsters. Yes. I want to help out you and you yeah. and yeah. you and really give back. And mm-hmm. It's that philanthropy of giving back mm-hmm. and uh, just helping others. There's a quote that I love, and I think about it every day. Martin Luther King Jr. said, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing mm-hmm. to help others? Mm-hmm. And if you can answer that question at the at the end of every day, what did I do today mm-hmm. to help someone else yeah. out? Sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. You're uh you're really leaving behind a a great legacy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, uh, that's just amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's I love that. Is. Yeah. I know.
2: So how has your life changed and impacted since you started the sales coaching? Is there like a particular moment that stands out to you? There's
1: so many. Yeah. I mean, every time I work with my coaching clients, when I work with my coach, my life changes. Mm -hmm. And then I have the ability and the opportunity and responsibility to impact lives. There's one story that stands out. Uh, My man, Manan, he's in Australia. He's from India. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were talking about priorities. And he said, family's number one. He takes care of his parents in India uh, Mm -hmm. financially. Finance is number two. Just as important to him Mm -hmm. to help out his parents. Number three was fitness. I said, cool. I said, let me see your workout routine. When, when do you work out? Crickets. Cricket. <laughs> I said, that's your number three priority. You don't work out. He said, nah, he had all these excuses. And he said he likes to box. And I was like, dude, we got to fix that. Open your calendar yeah. and let's go ahead and schedule it in. And this mm-hmm. is Australia. It's like, I think, 14 hours ahead. Mm-hmm. So he scheduled it in for Monday at 12. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, put me on the calendar invite. And then you got to send me a picture when you Mm -hmm. get done. So it was 10.30 at night on Sunday, Mm -hmm. 12.30 in Australia. I get this selfie of not all sweaty. Mm -hmm. And he was like, this hurts so good. Yeah. Being able and just taking that first step. Mm. Now we're impacting lives. Mm -hmm. And it's not just his life, but it's his partner's life. Mm -hmm. It's his family's life. Mm -hmm. It's his job. I mean, just. Having that impact is so amazing. There's no, for me, there's no better feeling Mm -hmm. than being able to touch the lives. Mm -hmm. And that's, I had my baseball academy. That was Mm -hmm. really what drove me. Mm -hmm. Having Ian Holbrook, having having his mom, April, say, hey, Coach Larry, Ian wants to tell you something. Coach Larry, I hit three hard line drives. Mm -hmm. I went two for four and I hit a home run come on now. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better. Yeah. So now I have the opportunity to do that with professionals, with yeah. sales professionals, yeah. business professionals, just helping them improve their life yeah. for their families personally, mm-hmm. as well as professionally. Yeah. Nothing beats it.
2: It's what amazing how you get like stuck as a professional, like in the day to day that it just, even though it might not be like earth shattering things, it's like just having someone take a top down perspective of like, yeah. This is why you're feeling stuck or this is right. what's what you're not focusing on. Even though you're saying this, this isn't what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's a really, really helpful. Yeah,
1: yeah. I get yeah. to come in and give that jolt to people. That's right. right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that name came from, but we're out. There's a saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. I don't subscribe by yeah. now. If it ain't broke, break it, right. mm-hmm. shake it, mm. flip it upside down. Yeah. Let's have some yeah. fun with this thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I get to have fun each and every day. Yeah. And, um, it's really about those relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those relationships are crucial mm-hmm. to just having success, having fun, having meaning in life. It's, I mean, in the book, Three Feet from Gold, it says we're all going to be the same people five years from now with the exception of the things that we read, mm-hmm. the books we read, mm-hmm. the content we consume and the people that we meet,
2: yeah, mm-hmm.
1: which is so amazing. You can learn so much oh, I
2: do from just that.
1: asking questions <laughs> yeah. of other people, yeah. understanding their journey, their right. path, their adventure, their misadventures. Yeah. It's just so much to learn. But yeah. so many times we want to rock the mic and I'm guilty of this. Mm-hmm. My theme for 2021 is drop the mic, mm-hmm. listen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when you do that, it's absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm.
2: That's so good. Happy. You know. So good. <laughs> so what do you have coming down the pipeline? Like anything exciting? Shoot, it's How can our it? listeners support you and what oh, you're doing?
1: Oh goodness. Just by listening in, they're supporting. <laughs> yeah. uh, life is good. So, I mean, we're really on a mission right now. A lot of organizations are getting ready for their 2022 kickoffs, yeah. whether it's sales mm-hmm. kickoff, company kickoff, and they're looking for that joke. Mm-hmm. They're looking for that Larry Long Jr. experience. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, Larry, can you come rock that gold mic mm-hmm. either virtually or in person? I'm like, yes, I'll be there rocking the mic. So yeah. if, if there's ever a need, if there's ever an mm-hmm. opportunity where I can help an individual, an organization with getting to that next level, mm-hmm. yeah. give me a ring.
0: And we- you have a book coming out?
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be coming out next year. Next year? Uh, okay. Probably in February because, okay. you know, January, everyone's got their New Year's resolutions. Right, right, right. Everybody. Yeah. In February... Hey, what happened to your new year's resolution <laughs> you a jolt are you a mind reader yeah. <laughs> that's what i'm talking about <laughs> so we're having a lot of fun good times mm-hmm. and just the future is bright yeah I, mean, I tell everyone on my midweek midday motivational minute make it a great day mm. it's your choice mm-hmm. let's make this the best week ever let's make 2021 the best year ever let's one in 2021. Yeah. I got to come up with something in 2022. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do, but.
2: (laughs) Maybe you should do in 2022. (laughs) Now you're talking about Larry. I like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks everyone for gathering us today to talk about the hustle. For our episode with Larry, we picked an amaretto sour with three cherries, which is Larry's favorite. We hope you'll get the chance to make it this week and cheers to Fido. Fuck it and drive on. To learn more about Larry Long Jr. and his business, visit LarryLongJr.com or follow him on Instagram at LongJr7. You can also find him on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube by searching Larry Long Jr. You definitely want to check out his midweek, midday motivational minute.
2: And to learn more about our hustles, visit CNDEvents.com, TheBradfordNC.com, and HustleAndGather.com or follow us on Instagram at CNDEvents, at TheBradfordNC, and at HustleAndGather. And if you like this show, be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review.
0: This podcast is a production of EarFluence. I'm Dana.
2: And I'm Courtney.
0: And we'll talk to you next time on Hustle & Gather.